It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Penguins 4, Capitals nothing. Penguins post-game starts right now. Sid and the Pens play here as they defeat the Capitals to pick up win number one of the 2023-2024 campaign. We break it all down right now on Penguins postgame. Lots to talk about and a lot of hockey to get to. Oh, and here's the best part. We've got another one coming up real soon. Let's get started on Penguins postgame. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showtime scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Everybody, welcome to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. This, of course, will be streamed first on on the ice and behind the benches. Welcome in, though, to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio, where we will be covering a lot of the Penguins coverage. Of course, our doubleheaders like this one will be on on the ice and behind the benches to kick us off and to. Kick us into overdrive. Let's not waste any time here and get down to our game summary breakdown. Before we get to the breakdown, though, as we did in the last one, we are back at it again. And as I mentioned in the last Penguins post game that aired first on Sports for Beginners. And then ended up on on the ice and behind the benches, as it was meant to do. We did the starting lineup, and we are also doing select games this year. So not every Penguins hockey game will be covered on this podcast. We have found a solution, though. We'll get to that later in the program. 
We've got some business to attend to, though, because we've got another hockey game coming up that we will be recapping ahead of Bills versus Giants. Sunday Night Football is coming. You can join me for Bills pregame coming up immediately following Dolphins postgame, whether it's recorded in video and audio or like we're doing right now in audio format. So keep your eyes peeled for that. With that being said, let's get to Friday night's starting lineup in a showdown in D.C. So, for the Pittsburgh Penguins, head coach Mike Sullivan would go with line one. Number 59, Jake Gensel as the left winger. Number 19, Riley Smith to the left wing, I should say, on line two. Doc, number 10, Drew O'Connor, left winger, number three. And left winger, number four, is number 83, Matt Nieto. For the Penguin centers, number 87, Sidney Crosby leads off on line one, followed by number 71, Evgeny Malkin. And number 20, Lars Eller is the third center. Number 55, Noel Atari plays center in line four. And your four left right wingers, I should say. Are number 17, the Rusty Razor, Brian Rust. Number 67, Ricard Raquel. Number 43, Jansen Harkins. And number 77, Jeff Carter. On defense for the Penguins tonight in Friday night's game, it was to the left side, number 27, Ryan Graves. Number 28, Marcus Pedersen. Number 73, Pierre Oliver Joseph. To the right, it was number 58, Chris Letang. Number 65, Eric Carlson. And number 2, Chad Ruedel. Between the pipes, once again, it was number 35, Tristan Jari. Backed up by Number 39, Alex Nadalkovich. For Washington, head coach by Spencer Carberry. In goal, number 79. And between the pipes, number 79, Charlie Lind Lindgren with Number 33, as the backup, Clay Stevenson. In the forward lines, the left wingers would be number 8, Alexander Ovechkin. Number 24, Connor McMichael. Number 15, Sony Milano. And number 47, Becky Mellenstein. Centers for number 19, Nicholas Backstorm. Number 92, Evgeny Gintensov. Number 17, Dylan Storm. 
And number 26, Nick Daoud. And on the right side, the right wingers were number 77, DJ Oshie. Number 43, Tom Wilson. Number 21, Alexius Protoss. And number 39, Anthony Matna. Mathana. Number 38, Rasmus Sandin leads off the left wing, the left defense, the left defensive pairings, followed by number 46, Lucas Johansson, and number 42, Martin Fer Martin Farabee. Number 74, John Carlson leads the way in right defenseman. Number three, Nick Johnson. Nick Jansen follows him, and followed as well by number 57, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. And there you go, there are your, there is your lineup for Friday's game between the Capitals and the Penguins. So without further ado, as we continue here on the opening segment, the third, the three stars will actually open up the middle segment and close out the opening segment. Before we get to that though, here in our opening segment, time now for the scoring summary. The venue was Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., District of Columbia. Referees were Kyle Reeman and Mitch Dunning. Linesmen were Killian McNamara and Ben O'Quinn. Let's start with the penalty summary, shall we? In the first period, the Penguins would be caught for tripping, and the penalty would go to number 67, Ricard Raquel. 16 minutes and 39 seconds into the game, he gets called for tripping. And that is the only penalty in the first period. Second penalty, first penalty for the lot for the Capitals in the second period, but second penalty of the game, it goes to Trevor Van Riemsdyk. He goes at 5.04 in the second period. Two minutes for hooking. Brian Rust and Martin Farabee get a call in the second period, both at 9.12. At Two minutes for roughing. This will be followed later by at 10.46. Rasmus Sandin getting a penalty, two minutes for slashing, and Matt Nieto gets a two-minute hooking call at 19:14 in the second period. In the third period, 37 seconds in, Alex Ovechkin is called for slashing for two minutes. Lars Eller, remember him? He got a penalty in the other game the other night. On Tuesday night, he gets one in this one at 8.46 in the third period. Two minutes for hooking is the call. And then Marcus Pedersen and Tom Wilson get a fighting might get a five-minute fighting major at 19.35. Of course, Noel Achari kind of went down in this game, so we'll, we'll see if we can get an update from Mike Sullivan. 
and we will try to hear from Mike Sullivan today. Before we get to any of that, here in the opening segment, we've still got to get to the game stats, and of course, our attendance record coming up in the final segment. To wrap up this portion of the opening segment, leading into the middle segment, before we get to the three stars, let's get through our scoring summary. So, the first scoring summary here comes in the second period because no scores happen in the first period. Well, at 4.07 into the second period, it was Gino Machino, as Josh Getzoff likes to call him. And a reminder, Josh actually will have the call of tonight's game on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Anyways, Evgeny Malkin gets goal number one of the season. Ricard Raquel assist number one of the season. And Eric Carlson getting his first assist of a, as a Penguin. First assist of the season for him. Oh, and remember the power play? How I said that both teams didn't do well on the power play last time? Tonight, that's not the case on Pittsburgh's end. At 5.51 to go in the second period. Sorry, 5.51 into the second period, I should say. Sidney Crosby grabs goal number two of the season. Jake Gensel on the assist. His second assist of the season. Evgeny Malkin assists on this power play as well. A PPG for PG8. Malkin's first assist of the game. It was later followed by his second assist of the game on yet another Sidney Crosby goal. Crosby's third of the season, second of the game, at 11 minutes and 46 seconds. Crosby's first on the power play came at 11, came at 5.51 in the second period. And then he comes in at 11.46 in the second period. Same thing, power play. Goal for Crosby, second of the game, third of the year. And speaking of third of the year, third assist of the year for Jake Gensel. Penguins scoring twice on the power play in three opportunities. Speaking of which, remember how I said Carlson got his first point as a Penguin? Well, Riley Smith not only got his first point as a Penguin, but he also got his first goal as a Pittsburgh Penguin. This one put the game on ice as the Penguins would win it 4-0. At 16.57 in the third period, Riley Smith gets game one. I should say he gets game goal one of his season with the Penguins. Evgeny Malkin gets assist number three. Part of a four-point night for Evgeny Malkin. And you know what? Let's take you to that highlight here before we take a quick commercial break. 
and come back with our middle segment. Kicking off with the wrap with the wrap up of the opening segment, which will be the three stars of tonight's hockey game from Friday. So, ladies and gentlemen, here are the men that called it. Here are the men that called it on the ESPN broadcast last night. Riley Smith, first goal as a Penguin. There you have it. There's the goal. And that will take us to the game stats. Before we wrap this up. So the Penguins will start off going one by one. So the Penguins have 35 shots on goal this game. They were out hit by the Blackhawks, 18 to 15. They won 37 faceoffs to Washington's 30. As I mentioned before, they scored twice in three opportunities on the power play, both power play goals coming off the stick of number 87. They spent 13 minutes in the penalty box, just like Washington did. They gave the puck away to Washington 14 times. They blocked 22. Uh, they blocked 22 of Washington's 19 shots, and 18 of those 35 shots were blocked by Washington's stick. Both teams accounted for taking taking the puck away four times each. Penguins were two for three on the power play. The Capitals zero for three on the power play. They did not connect on any of their opportunities despite their 19 shots on goal, 18 hits, 30 face-off wins, 13 minutes in the penalty box, 11 giveaways, 4 takeaways as mentioned, and 18 blocked, 35 shots of Pittsburgh Penguins. Alright, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will hear post-game media availability from Sidney Crosby, Kristen Jari and Mike Sullivan. We will also hear from Spencer Carberry, who spoke to the media. 
we also will get Charlie Lil Charlie Lilligren and Josh Carlson in. All of that still to come. You're listening to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and streaming on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We're back to wrap up opening segment and open up the middle segment with the three stars. The shake of the game is next as well. Plus, bold penguin of the game will lead us off into our post-game media availability. And we get down to the play of the game. And we'll do that after the three stars introduction. And a word from Broadcast Map. Penguins post-game showdown in D.C. returns right after this. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game here. My name is Scott McGregor. It's the second of, sorry, the first of two in this double header. We've got Mike Sullivan coming up for you. We've got the bold penguin that we're going to get to in just a second. We've also got coming up for you the post game media availability from Crosby and Jari. And we got the post-game media availability up next for you from both sides of the ice, Carly Lilligren and John Carlson, as well as Spencer Carberry. But first, let's continue with the program here. So, as many of you may know, it is time, it is now time, for one of my for one of my favorite parts of the program it is time for the three stars of tonight's game what better way to do that than to bring to you our three star introduction and of course, as we mentioned, we are doing things a little different this year. We are going to allow for a three-star prediction after I've revealed the three stars of the actual game. And this is just to shine a little light on the team that is either not with a three-star participant 
or our own version of the three stars for the team that actually has three stars there. All right, let's take this introduction and we will be right with you in just a second. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That is me, and we welcome everyone back into the studio here. We took a quick break. That is our three stars introduction. You'll hear it every time we start the three stars of the game. And today, the three stars are all penguins. Well, let's start with our, let's start with the first star of this game, and that is Number 71, Ev Malkin of the Pittsburgh Penguins. One goal, three apples, or I guess assist, whatever you want to call it. He was plus two on the ice for 16 minutes and 36 seconds. Your second star is your captain, number 87, Sidney Crosby. Of the Pittsburgh Penguins, two goals, no apples, no plus minus on the ice for 17 minutes and 43 seconds. Of course, when I say apples, what I actually mean is assist. And no goals for number 59, but he is your third star. He may have been your first star in your heart or your third star in your heart, but today he is. Well, in my heart, I should say, he is my first star of the game. And that is number 59, Jake Gensel. No goals, no plus minus, two apples. Of course, I mean assists. And on the ice for 16 minutes and 20 seconds. Your three stars, all Penguins. Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, and Jake Gensel. Now, I got to give credit to the old 2-9er here, Phil Borg, because, listen, I think there's a guy that could replace uh, Jake Gensel, and that would be Tristan Jari. But you know what? That's what they decided. So it's Gensel, Malkin, Crosby. And you know what? If that's the way they want to go about it, that's fine. I'll give you my thoughts in just a second. But just to make sure we include this as we shift over into the middle segment. We promised you the bold penguin of the game. And we are going to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn your attention now to the Penguins website for the video presentation of the bold penguin there it is the voice of Tristan Jari who we're going to hear from in just a second and he gets the first bold penguin of the season Yes, you heard me correctly. The first bold penguin of the season goes to 
Tristan Jari. And I got to say, it's kind of well-deserved. Kind of well-deserved for Tristan. All right. Up next. Before we go to another introduction, let's give you my three stars. If I was to run this game in Pittsburgh's favor, if I was to run this game in Pittsburgh's favor, I would say that pretty much Gino and Crosby are my first and second star, but my third star would be the goaltender, Tristan Jari. 19 saves, did not give up a goal. Did not give up a goal in the game. For the minute he played. So Tristan Jari would be my third star. If this went in Washington's favor, I would still give Sidney Crosby the second star of the game. But if it went in Washington's favor, Nicholas Backstorm would be probably my third star. And how about this? Alexander Ovechkin, he would have been my first star. Four shots on goal, despite being on the ice for minus one. And going to the penalty box for two minutes. He had three hits in the game. So that is why I want to bring that in. Scratches for this game for the Capitals. Alexandra, Alexander, Alexiev, and Darcy Kemper. Kemper did not play in this game. But you'd, you'd have to wonder that he might play in one of the next Capital games. We'll have to see. Riley, Ryan Shea and John Ludovic were out for the Penguins. They did not play. The game-winning goal goes to Evgeny Malkin. The loss for goaltending goes to Charlie Lindgren. And the win goes to a man we're about to hear from before we hightail it in to our player of the game. And after a quick introduction, we do the shake of the game, which is by far my favorite part of doing the entire post-game show. Don't get me wrong. I love doing the three stars. Don't get me wrong. So. Let's hear, to kick off our post-game media availability, let's turn our attention to the goaltenders. And first up tonight, from the Penguin side of the ice. How do I know you trust After pretty much this ad that goes through, I didn't realize we had the ad. Well, we are going to hear up up on tap first. We are going to hear right now from Tristan Jari. 
Jari spoke to the media after the game. He spoke for about a minute and 41 seconds. Let's listen in. Here's Tristan Jari after the hockey game. Yeah, he, he had a lot of time. I think he had a zone and a half between uh, him and our players. So it was just getting out, challenging, making sure I was in a good spot. And sure to keep or I was prepared for it. Yeah, I think just growing up, making sure we're getting better and we're getting familiar with each other, I think that, that'll help a lot. Being able to familiar and knowing what everyone's doing out there, I think that helps a lot and makes us better. Good, obviously. It is two games in, so I just want to keep improving every game, making sure I'm getting better in practice, making sure I'm focusing on the details. I think that's going to help grow. Uh, just another game line. There's a lot of them this year. We still have 80 more, so I think it's just making sure I'm improving and making sure I'm not what's, what's happening and just trying to get better. Yeah, I think just just coming from training camp, we had a lot of off, long off season for me. Guys, back off and getting back to the game that I wanted to play. Obviously, last year was tough for me, and I wasn't very the way that it turned out. This year, I want to be better. Yeah, rivalry three game, and obviously, they didn't. Ovechkin, that's always big. It's always amplified. Fun. It is always fun. All right. Up next, on the Penguin side, but not before we've done the shake of the game, we've still got head coach Mike Sullivan and captain of the Penguins, Sidney Crosby. Before we get to our introduction, let's hear from the opposite side of the ice. And let's start with the head coach of the Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry, entering his first year as head coach of the Washington Capitals. Ah, uh, they grab momentum there. Uh, 
uh, power plates, particularly the one that carry over there, they expect the third, get when they're compact. Yes, it, it is disappointing. That's the head coach of the Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry. Post game from Charlie Lilligren and John Carlson coming up. Before we get to them, though. Time. It is time. It is time to talk about our shake of the game. And that comes to us on this middle segment right now. And before we wrap up the middle segment, we will at least hear. From the head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan. I want to hear from Mike. If we don't get to him, we will hear from him to open up the final segment. We will hear from Sidney Crosby. We will hear from Charlie Lindgren. And we will hear from John Carlson. All of that still to come. But before we take a break, 
time for the shake of the game. So I'll be back in just a few seconds after this introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealer the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And we welcome everyone back for the final time here in the middle segment of the program. As I mentioned, Charlie Lindgren coming up, John Carlson coming up. We've heard from Spencer Carberry. We've heard from Tristan Jari, Mike Sullivan, and Sidney Crosby still to come in this program. We will get to them when we get to them. But right now, we have in store for you the... Play of the game is next, but first let's do the. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna play that play of the game into the final segment here, for this one. But we are going to do the shake of the game right now, and take a look back at the other action on Friday night. Only one game going on on Friday night, minus the Penguins. And the Capitals. But there's a whole bunch of games going on today. So there's going to be a whole bunch of games to talk about in our next Penguins post game. Let's continue with what we're talking about today. So, before we get to that, look around the games that went down on. Friday, let's talk about tonight. Shake of the game recipient. And let's get started with Pittsburgh. I mean, I mean, how can you not give a shake of the game to Tristan Jari? Day percentage of 1,060 minutes played, 19 shots, all stopped. How can you not give Tristan Jari a shake of the game? Tristan is your shake of the game recipient. From my side, he is your shake of the game recipient for this game. For the Washington Capitals, the recipient of the shake of the game, none other 
none other than the one and only Alex Ovechkin. Four shots on goal for Alex Ovechkin. Went to the box for two minutes. Had three hits in the game. No giveaways, no takeaways. Minus one. But he looked like he was really trying to get the puck in the net. Just couldn't do it. Also, I do give him credit. Oh, and by the way, before I forget, even though we're doing the shake of the game, and we're going to shift right over to the play of the game in just a second. But we're going to save that actually for the final segment of the program. So before I shift gears to the other game that went down on Friday evening between the Coyotes and the Devils, which needed a shootout. Yes, a shootout. It needed a shootout. It's important to note that Tristan Jari with the save with the shutout I say I should say with the shutout last night that is his 14th per year 14th per year that is his 14th per year shutout and now he holds the sole third place position in most all-time wins list for the Pittsburgh Penguins franchise history Right behind Marc Andre Fleury with 375 and Tom Barrasso with 226 wins. Tristan has 118 wins in his career. And right behind him is Matt Murray, Matt Murray with 117 wins. And 10 were we were get hopefully I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I apologize. But Ken had 104 wins in Penguins history. So yes, number 35 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Tristan Jari, sole third position in Penguins all-time wins list. He has sole possession with his 14th career shutout. According to Josh Getzoff, head coach Mike Sullivan, ahead of tonight's game of this doubleheader, will speak to the media at 5 p.m. today. And the Flames were on the ice for a full. 
coverage on Sportsnet Pittsburgh starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. Don't have Sportsnet Pittsburgh? Well, you can tune in to 105.9 X, which will have the coverage for you. And, and rather, in fact, we're actually coming to you live after the Penguins Live Weekly show with Paul Staggerwald and Brian Metzer. It looks like Jacob Markstrom could start for the Flames in the game tonight. More on that in the final segment. But our shake of the game is in the book. And with that, let's head over and hear post-game media availability from head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan. Going to start that again, just to be sure. And again, this is Mike Sullivan speaking to the media after, just so everyone's aware, after Friday night's 4-0 win over the Capitals. I thought it was a much better, uh, I, I don't want to say better effort, I just thought we played smarter tonight. You know, I thought uh, we, we had a little bit more structure in the defensive zone. Just our play without the puck was a little bit more conscientious. Um, certainly than it was in game one. And I think that gives our guys an opportunity to, to act on the talent that we have. So uh, I thought it was a really, it, it, we played hard tonight, but we also played smart. Mike, I, I, people will talk about the stars. They put up big numbers, made big plays, but fourth line, I think it was a fourth line start of the second period. It seemed like they tilted the whole game with that one shift. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, I think, quietly just kind of carving their, their own identity out as, um, and how they're going to help this team and the contributions to help us win. So uh, those guys are, uh, they are, they are fierce competitors. Uh, they're willing to block shots. I think all three of those guys bring something different to the table. Um, and they're a big part of the penalty kill. Uh, you know, we can rely on uh, Nolan and Carts in the face-off circle. Um, Needs brings a lot of speed to that line. They're just a conscientious line. You know, they had a couple of shifts early in the game where, uh, they got hemmed in our end, but they did a great job just protecting the inside of the ice and uh, and, and keeping the play to the perimeter. And, and that that's the type of thing that I think uh, settles teams down. You know, we when you have a comfort level that you can play in your own end and and nothing bad's going to happen. That, that's a good feeling when you're on the bench. And uh, and and I think those guys bring that to our group. What well, can you set Gino's game? Not just the points, but I mean that back check in the third. Yeah, I thought Gino was on his game tonight. It just went hard. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just think when he's on his game, uh, he's as dominant a player as there is in the league. And, you know, you, you saw it five on five. You saw his impact on our power play. You know, I thought Sid had a, had a great game as well. Um, they're elite. Still doing it after 18 years together, those two guys. They are. You know, they are. They're, uh, they're elite. They, they, uh, they're, they're just really good players. They have an incredible appetite to win, and, and they're willing to put the work in. They're, they're really fit guys. They train extremely hard in the offseason and, and during the season. 
Uh, they work on all the subtleties of their game every day, and and I don't think it's by accident they've been able to sustain the level of play that they've been able to sustain. They just control everything within their power to to set themselves up for success, and it's uh, we, we get the privilege to watch it every day. But when they're at their best, I think. Uh, you know, they're, they're still elite players. I thought tonight was a great example of it. You talked about wanting to see movement from the guessing you like seeing that tonight? Yeah, I, I just think they're working through some of more comfortable. They can read each, each other's tendencies. Um, you know, I, I think it's at the beginning of training camp and through a lot of training camp, there was movement, but it wasn't a lot of movement with a purpose. And I think as, they, as they're working through the challenges and getting more familiar with one another, they're starting to move with a purpose, and, and I think you're, you saw that tonight. They, they were they were at their best tonight. Mike, is the, Charlie okay? I saw you. Um, it's it's important that you don't you don't give our opponents any opportunity to get back in the game and force them to have to play 200 feet. And, you know, it, it, we still want to continue to try to score. We just need to do it the right way. Our calculation of risk has to change. We've got to be willing to put pucks in deep and. Um, and we stay out of the penalty box, and I think that's an important element of it. You know, I think we took one penalty in the third, which uh, I think it was Lars Eller's there on the wall. Um, but uh, other than that, I think that that was it, and I think that's an important aspect is making sure we stay out of the box, we play 5-1-5, five five, so we don't give their power play an opportunity to get them back in the game, and I thought that the killers did a terrific job on that one they had to kill. Yes. The- Yes, Mike. Mike brings up a good point, and you know you, you gotta take you gotta take the you know you you know you gotta take the good with the bad. But uh, Mike mentioned one of the penalties that they took in the third period, which was a which was Lars Eller's hooking penalty. That was the final time the 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 Capitals would go to the power play because the last penalty of the game was a fighting penalty. And that was charged to both sides. So no so no got so no team got a power play. And uh yeah. I, I gotta agree with you, Mike. Alright. That's Mike Sullivan. Sidney Crosby and of course John Carlson and Carly Lindgren to still to come. Plus, we'll do a play of the game when we return to Penguins post game. Right after a word from Take Another Look, and of course, we want to hear a word from on the ice and behind the benches. So after this word from Take Another Look. And on the ice and behind the benches. We'll be back to wrap this up. The look ahead is next. Plus we look ahead to what's coming up after the doubleheader with the Penguins. And I'll be back with you to recap that game. Penguins and Flames. It's going to be an interesting game. Between the Pens and the Flames, and that goes down tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So, we will take one final commercial break and hear from On the Ice and Behind the Benches and take another look. And while we do that, a reminder that you can listen to 
Take Another Look wherever you listen to podcasts. And every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Voices for Ability Radio. All you have to do is go to the official website of Voices for Ability Radio and click Listen Now to listen in to the programs they have going. Penguins post game will return right after this from Take Another Look and Fra and on the ice and behind the benches. Back in a moment to put this show on ice in just a moment. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. It is the final segment. The look ahead is on the horizon. We will be basically looking ahead to what is coming up following tonight's game between the Penguins and the Flames. We will be looking ahead to what is up next. For the Washington Capitals. It is also game pucks of the game time. But before we get to that. We have Charlie Lilligren. We have John Carlson. And we have Sidney Crosby. Still to hear from. So let's get a quick play of the game out of the way and for that we take you back to the second period this was the second goal of the game for Sidney Crosby And back to bring you the action are the men that called it on ESPN. We seem to be having 
We seem to be having some technical issues. So I'm going to play this for you one more time. After it finishes up. And let's see if we have a better. Let's see if we have better volume. Let's see if we have better audio. And I'm just going to go to the end of this to speed that up. All right. Let's see if we get better audio this time. Start it again. Okay, so technology does not want to be our friend, but there you go, the play of the game. It is Sid with the second goal, second power play goal of the game. That put the Penguins up 3-0 to zero on the Capitals. And then, of course, Riley Smith, as we showed you earlier, minus our technical issues with audio. We have it for you. Riley Smith, first goal as a penguin. Put the icing on the cake. With his first goal as a penguin later in the contest. All right. So we didn't exactly get into too much from Friday's second game. Minus this game that also got started at about 7 o'clock. And it was a... It was the Devils and the Coyotes. The game went to a shootout with the Coyotes coming coming out on top. 4-3 to three over the Devils. And goals were scored by Nick Bustick. Bustick. Matt Dumba, Sean Bruzzi, Jasper Bratt, Dougie Hamilton, and Nick Schmoltz. Jasper Bratt had two goals in the loss. But you had to think that was a competitive game to go to to go to overtime and then shootout. And the Coyotes beat the Devils in a shootout. All right, so we did our play of the game. It's time for game ball, game pucks of the game. 
And as always, they are voted by you, the fans. So, you will have an opportunity to participate in this. For me, I'm going to go with Jake Gensel as my recipient of the Pittsburgh Penguins game, puck of the game. And how about for Washington, how about Charlie Lilligren? 31 saves off of 35 stops, or off of 35 shots, I should say. 31 stops off of 35 saves. He did play 59 minutes in this game. Save percentage, 886. And he gave up four goals. It's very interesting. Those are my game puck recipients of the game. Who are your game puck recipients of this hockey game? Oh, and a reminder, you can also send us in ahead of Penguins and Flames. Before we record the post-game show, you can send us your game pucks of the game. For that game, we'll bring that to you before we bring you football content in the Buffalo Bills. They get ready for a matchup on Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, excuse me against Brian Dable, a guy who's familiar with the Bills. And we'll get into that on the Bills talk. We will also hear, sorry, we will also see the return to Buffalo of Tyrod Taylor. And that's going to be interesting. That is going to be interesting going to be an interesting night of football. We'll have the football post-game show for you on Sports for Beginners podcast. Right after the game goes final on Sunday night, we'll have it for you Monday. On Sports for Beginners. Speaking of which, as we go talking, as we go to hearing from Charlie Lilligren, let's take a quick NFL on NBC theme for Sunday Night Football. It's the Bills versus the Giants on Sunday Night Football. We'll bring you the post-game show Monday ahead of the Monday Night Football game. And as we wrap up here on Penguins post-game, we've got Crosby, we've got Carlson, we've got Lilligren. Let's talk to... 
Charlie Lilligren first before we get to the captain. Sid, Nick Crosby. Here's Charlie Lilligren after the game. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, the first period was kind of back and forth. I thought we kind of created chances, and then obviously they. We have hit a pause, so we are going to try that again and see how far we can get. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, the first period was kind of back and forth. I thought we kind of created chances, and then obviously they. We have a pause. We will wait. We will wait on Charlie Logan and go to Sidney Crosby. Sid, the floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, after losing the first one, I wanted to get some points regardless of who's playing. They're intense, but I think with it being their first one and our second, both are trying to get to their game and uh, a couple of power play goals there. I mean, never for guys come here's a lot of uh, talent, just players, all that stuff. There's a lot there, so other you know, guys I think that kind of great job of uh, just finding the role and best, but that still doesn't happen right away, so nice. That's part of 
It certainly is. It certainly is. All right, let's try this again with Carly Lilligren. We're going to put it back up and see what we can get. This is, again, Charlie Lilligren, the other goaltender on the other side of the ice, speaking to the media. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, the first period was kind of back and forth. I thought we kind of created chances, and then obviously they. Okay, so we have hit a pause. We are going to refresh that page and try this again. Charlie Logan. Right after this quick ad. We'll try this once more to Charlie Lindgren. Here is Charlie Lindgren. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, the first period was kind of back and forth. I thought we kind of created chances, and then obviously they kind of took it to us for, for sure the, the better half of that second that first half of that second period where they were coming at us pretty hard and fast and capitalized on a couple couple power plays you know i think uh get down three nothing pretty quick in a matter of minutes tough to battle back so it was uh yeah back and forth the first period and then they kind of took it to us Yeah, I I handled it well. The best best thing was uh, I got a really good goalie partner that was keeping me in the loop, and uh, so he he let me know yesterday that you know it was most likely I was going to be in the fight, and you know credit credit to him too. I mean that's the says how good of a teammate he is. Where he was, you know, he's got a baby coming, his first baby. He's thinking about me, but um, I'm super happy for the campers. You know, he's got a a great wife. I'm really happy that they're they're starting to build their family. So. Um, but yeah, just uh, when I found out I was playing, obviously I was excited. Uh, I grew up watching this rivalry between Pittsburgh and Washington, and you know, I remember going on NHL.com, seeing Alexander the Great versus Sid the Kid, and you know, being able to be a part of that game and uh, the home opener. And a couple of fans were excellent tonight, right from the get go, and you know they uh, they definitely had our backs tonight. So I definitely appreciate that too. 
they just got really good players. I mean, give them time and space, they're gonna they're gonna make you pay. And you know, they got uh, you know, whether it was five guys or four guys, and they got they got threats everywhere. And so, you know, it, it's tough. I think uh, they hemmed us in a little bit on those PKs, and they were able to make some plays. Yeah, I mean, I think this was our first game, really. Um, that was their second. Uh, you know, I think that matters to a little bit. Uh, they were able to play a full six minutes. We haven't yet. Maybe you could tell a little bit tonight. Um, but, again, I, I just love the energy of the right from, you know, the, the pregame, the charge, uh, you know, just the positivity around the locker room and the bench, on the bench. And, um, you know, I think it's going to bode well for our group. And, obviously, not the way we want to start tonight. Uh, I think a lot of it just had to do with, some puck touches and stuff like that. I think that we can clean up, but um, yeah, I think uh, it's only game one here, so I think we're going to keep on progressing. And that is Carly Lindgren. All righty. Game puck recipients out of the way. Play the game out of the way. Before we get to John Carlson, what's next for the Penguins? Well, tonight they will play the Calgary Flames, and we will check into daily faceoff for the latest to see if we have confirmed goaltenders. It is likely that Alex. Nedeljkovic will play in place in place of Tristan Jari because Jari played last night. It is likely that Alex Nedeljkovic will play tonight for the Penguins. And it's been confirmed. He will face, if he does indeed go, he will face Jacob Markstrom for the Calgary Flames. Speaking of the Calgary Flames, that's who Pittsburgh plays tonight. Then they are off to Detroit to take on the Red Wings. Then the St. Louis Blues on October 21st. On October 24th, they will play the Dallas Stars in Pittsburgh. Then in Pittsburgh, the Colorado Avalanche come to town. And then the first time in the season, you will see Penguins versus Senators. It's the Sens in Pittsburgh on October 28th. And then just before Halloween, it's the Penguins taking on the Ducks. And of course, the Penguins will have Eric Carlson face his former team to kick off their November schedule with the game at 10 p.m. Eastern on 
November 4, 2023. And that is your look ahead for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Meanwhile, for the Capitals, their next game is October 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern against, guess who? The Calgary Flames. So the Calgary Flames on a back-to-back -back that gets started in Pittsburgh before they head to before they head over to Washington and the nation's capital of America to take on the Capitals at 7 p.m. on Sunday. I should say on Monday, excuse me, because Sunday is Sunday. Sunday is the 15th of October. On October the 18th, so it's not a back-to-back. -back. It's not a back-to-back -back for Calgary. They will play the Capitals on Monday. On Wednesday, the Capitals will play the Senators from our nation's capital in Canada. In Ottawa at 7 p.m. before they take on on October 21st, they take on the Montreal Canadiens, then the Toronto Maple Leafs at 6 p.m. on October 24th. On October 25th, they will take on the Devils. Then they take on the Wild on October 27th. Oh, and this one should be good. Sharks taking on the Capitals at 5 p.m. Eastern on October 29th. Before on November 2nd, they open up November with a visit from the New York Islanders. And then when the Penguins are playing the Cat, are playing the Sharks, it's a visit from the Columbus Blue Jackets to Washington. On November 4th. There it is. There is the look ahead for both squadrons. We set up pens and. We set up pens and. Flames. On the other side of. John Carlson. Speaking. Speaking to the media. Right now, let's get to John. And if you've got any game puck recipients, send them in now. As we await puck drop between the pens and the flames. We will like send your picks in now. Game puck of the game for the Flames and the Penguins. Send them in now ahead of our coverage of, pen, of Pens and Flames. 
post-game show for you coming on Sunday. We will have that for you. Here is John Carlson. I think just the execution. I think, uh, you know, the textbook kind of a lot of plays both sides, a lot of ball plays, you know, guys are fast in this league. You can make ball plays, guys are gone, can't, you know, they're looking at attack, and that's kind of, you know, that first goal is kind of the same thing. Like, we're we're pressing, we're jumping up. Uh, doesn't really happen. They make a good keep, whatever, and uh, are in attack mode, and I think, you know, you're really similar to a lot of other plays, uh, both for us. Uh, when things were going good, we looked fast. We looked, you know, you execute those plays, you get a hit underneath, you get the first first touch jumping up. Uh, created a lot of noise um, when we do that, but when we get stopped up, you know, execute. So that's the way the game goes. Yeah, yeah, and in the in the first two, I think we got a lot of chances to get chances. They faded away a little bit as the game went on, but if we're looking strictly uh, scoring chances, probably you know had enough to to pot a couple goals at, at least, and uh, when you don't tear down a little bit when, when they make big saves, get the momentum. Yeah, you know, it's all part of the game. Yeah, yeah, I think there's definitely some some of those times where, you know, when you have the teams on the ropes, just kind of just want to play possession and try to find something wearing them down, but it, it comes to an end, you know, because there's no perfect team. I think you're also skating around the zone pretty fast. Um, you know, if you don't strike and really put them skills, you know, then one little know, bounce of the puck, one little nice play by them, and then wasted a, a, a perfect opportunity to get into the dash mode and turn it into a group or something like that. That's John Carlson. And with that, as we get ready to set you up for Pens and Flames, We want to remind you that coming up on on the ice and behind the benches is the post game show pens, pens and flames, that comes your way on Sunday. It will be later, like it is on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. It will come your way later on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Probably following. Buffalo content and Miami content, but definitely before the Buffalo Bills post game show on Sports for Beginners podcast, which will be coming your way on Monday. Pens win it 4 0 in DC. Can they win another one? I hope so. This game. 
And this show has officially reached the station in front of 18,573 fans in attendance at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. on Friday night. Thank you so much for listening to Penguins Post Game Show. Penguins Post Game Show. My name is Scott McGregor. All of our doubleheaders we do on Sports for Beginners will be aired on On the Ice and Behind the Benches first before they air on our podcast feed. And as we always do at the end of every show, we want to remind you that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. And we will talk to you following Penguins versus Flames. It's the Penguins versus the Flames. And it comes your way tonight on 1059DX, Sportsnet Pittsburgh, or wherever you're able to stream the game. So long for now from Penguins Postgame. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon.